Hello, and welcome to Financial GPS Mama. My name's Heather Stokes, and I'm your host. We're going to talk about how to create a path to financial wellness and navigate to financial freedom. Let's face it, we don't plan to fail, we fail to plan. Through faith, focus, and financial growth, you can build a legacy. So let's get started. Okay, so this is week two in the four-part series of Building Your Legacy, which is the title of my chapter in our new book, Becoming an Unstoppable Woman in Finance, which you can find on Amazon, or you can click the link in this description to buy a personalized signed copy from me. Last episode, we were talking about, you know, the gender roles in money and finances, taking an active role as a woman of your finances, understanding the importance that you hold within your financial world, within your family, and, you know, kind of moving on from the gender gender roles, um, you know, which are certainly shaking things up. And we hope that this book really helps women understand how to take that active role. You know, we really need to start looking at changing our money mindset and a, approach. So uh, I also, there's a prior episode a couple back, if you want to listen to it with Sharon Sammy from the UK, where we really talk about, you know, learning to understand your relationship with money and that sometimes our relationships and our ideals of money are from generations and generations back, they're instilled, almost ingrained in our DNA from prior experiences on how we are taught, even as young children, to handle money. And to be very honest, money is also often looked at as dirty. You know, um, a lot of us have negative relationships with money. Very few people in the world start out in life with a positive relationship with money because there's only a certain percent of us that start out with extreme wealth, right? And even that can be trying because even the extreme wealthy have negative situations with money because they might have people taking advantage of them. You know, they might be seen only for their money. So really when you take a hard look, the money conversation is difficult because so many of us don't have a positive outlook as to money. You know, some people see it as, you know, the root of all evil. Some people see it as dirty. Some people see it as unattainable. So whatever is your, you know, negative ideal of money, it's time to develop a more positive relationship with money. So, you know, we've talked about taking that active role, but now we need to talk about looking at money in a different way, understanding that it is energy, understanding it is required for life, for success. Um, it is part of what we need in order to accomplish goals in our life and kind of starting to understand what your fin is. You may be asking, what is a fin? I'm not talking about a whale fin, a dolphin fin, or a shark fin. I'm talking about your fin, your financial independence number. Okay. Um, so no matter whether you're male or female, you know, it doesn't really matter 
we all need to figure out what our financial independence number is so we can start looking at how to build out our retirement, how to build out our investments. We need to understand fully where we are at. We need to fully understand where we are going, you know, and have that financial literacy so we can properly engage in our finances and, and understand, you know, what that really looks like. Um, because everybody's story is different. Everybody's journey is different, right? And understanding what that key factor into building your legacy is going to be. So your fin is really the amount that you are going to need to retire and become independent from your current income. So Everyone's fin, like I said, is different and it's really based on their needs, their wants, and their obligations. Okay. But it's just a general rule. You know, the rule of thumb is that your financial independence is when you save roughly 25 times your annual spending. So notice I didn't say your annual income, I said your annual spending. So again, that's really something you need to sit down with someone that is in the financial world. Um, that's really what I love to start out with my clients. So you can contact me. I'm happy to do that for you. And you know whether you do business with me or not, that's not important. What is truly important is understanding where you're at. Okay, so at this point, your finances what point is it going to become independent from your paycheck, right? So once you understand where you truly need to be, like what is that number for you that you can say I'm financially independent at this point? So once you understand what that number is, then you can decide what steps you're going to need to take to get to that reality, right? So what I want you to understand is that wealth building is not unattainable, but it is intentional. Right. And it takes certain tasks and dedication to get there. So it's just like, you know, kind of equate it to something simple. So imagine that you want to lose a hundred pounds, right? I know that seems like a large but let's just let's just take that number. Say you want to lose a hundred pounds, right? And so you think, gosh, it's a lot of pounds. I'm just gonna give up. Um, but you understand that if you take certain tasks steps, you know, maybe start out walking, then maybe you're going to go from walking to jogging, then maybe you're going from jogging to running, then maybe you're really going to get it and run a marathon. You know, you don't just walk out the door and run the marathon, right? You're going to have to take steps to get to that point to where you can have the stamina and the ability to run that marathon correct? So whether it's a goal for running, whether it's a goal for weight loss, you know, you're not going to start your day at one day and the next day, all of a sudden drop all that weight from eating good just one day. No, it's going to take task. It's going to take strategy. It's going to take time. So knowing that the instant gratification of wealth and legacy is an instant, but it's intentional and it is dedication, but the good news is it's measurable, okay? So we're talking numbers. We're talking breaking down what those numbers look like, okay? I mean, I have people that start out only being able to invest $25 a month because they're busy putting other money into emergency funds, putting other money into building their foundation, you know, building their life insurance to ensure 
their financial house. And that's fine. But understanding that those steps change, our needs change throughout life and really sitting down. That is why the name of my business is Financial GPS, people. That is why the name is Financial GPS Mama when we're on this podcast, because we have to be aware that this is a journey. This is a path you are going down. There are going to be bumps in the road, but that's okay. As long as you have a plan to know what to do with those bumps in the road, right? So the key factor in building a legacy is going to be establishing that foundation for meeting our needs and achieving financial stability, okay? So again, we've got to start from point A. We have to know where we're at and start building out from that point, right? <clears throat> so let's, let's rewind here. We have to understand we need to know our financial independence number. We need to make tasks. We need to make the task measurable. We need to make the task attainable. And we need to build in some little challenges to really push ourselves, okay? So being intentional about your finances by reviewing your spending and working off of a budget is gonna be a great place to start. So not only do you need to know your financial independence number, you need to understand where's your money going every month, right? What is your spending? And then work off a budget that can better control where that money is going, okay? And you'll have a clear idea once you start to really get into that pattern of where your money is going and where you can cut back on spending, where you can save, where you can invest, you know? So I tell people you know, again, honesty, right? So this is going to have to be an honest conversation with yourself. So make a log, make a spending log for just a week. Like if, if, if doing the month stresses you out, make a spending log for the week, write down every single thing you do, every McDonald's trip, every Starbucks coffee, you know, the kids lunch money. Uh, oh, I decided I was picked up pizza one night, like whatever it is. I decided to buy some trading cards for my son. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it was at 50 cents, if it was $50,000, I bought a new car, whatever it is, I want you to put down a week, okay? And then I want you to really look at what you could cut out. What can I cut out, right? That would allow me to free up money. Because sometimes people are like, I just don't have money to invest. I just don't have time. No, you're not making time. You're not finding the money. I, nine times out of 10, can sit down with someone, look at where they're spending money. And I can normally find anywhere from 50 to $500 a month that they're just throwing in the trash that they could be using that money to building a stable financial future for themselves, their family, their children. And when I can really show them what that means, it can be life-changing and stress-changing. <laughs> I mean, you're going to sleep better at night when you make the commitment to do these things. Let's just be honest. And who doesn't want to have 
the ability to say, I have a strong future plan for myself. I have a better start for my children than I started. I know that I can ensure generational wealth to my children, to my grandchildren. Who doesn't want to be able to say that? Well, I'm here to tell you, you can say that. It can be done. If I can do it, anyone can do it. I promise you that. Because I have been, you know, high on the hog, on top of the world, as some people may say, doing really well. And I've been knocked right off that pedestal down to the trenches and, you know, lost everything because of medical issues and problems and accidents and things that were unexpected in life. And I've had to build right back up from those. So I can personally tell you it can be done. You just have to make the choice to do it, people. That's what I'm talking about. So this was the second episode. I hope you found this inspirational. I hope you're starting to think about, okay, I'm listening. You've got my attention. I know I need to take an active role. I got to stop being a secret agent in my financial world. I've got to not rely on solely the decisions being made by my partner, being made by, you know, maybe a parent, being made by my employer, you know, because those, no one else has your best interests aside from you, okay? No one has your children's best interests aside from you. You can't sit back and allow everything to be handled elsewhere or by someone else. So taking that active role, understanding that you have to fully educate yourself on your financial literacy, on your story. Okay. Do you have a house? How much more do you owe on your mortgage? When is that going to pay off? How will your financial story change then? Understanding your spending, understanding your budget, how to map those things out, you know, So my challenge for you this week, whether you feel you're financially stable or not, whether you feel like you have it all together or you feel like you're a hot mess, I don't care. I want you to take the next week to seriously write down a financial daily log. Where is my money going? Okay, that is going to give you a picture because I'm a huge lover of coffee and I will tell you, I treat myself to coffee, but I do have guilt. Sometimes I'm like, I should have just made this at home. So (laughs) instead of spending $20 at Starbucks, let's be honest. Um, So just little tweaks. And so I want you to first make that log. Where am I spending my money? Okay. Then at the end of the week, I want you to look at it. And I want you to say, what? can I cut out? Like what was unnecessary for life? Okay. What was frivolous? What could I have done differently? Okay. And then I want you to add that up in another section, add up all the little things that could have been done differently, being honest with yourself. And I want you to look at what that number is. Okay. And I want you to multiply that number by 52 weeks in the year. And I want you to understand that even without a professional coming in and looking at your budget, trying to figure out where you could save money, you know, 
I'm not talking about refinancing your wars and getting it for less. I'm not talking about all the other creative ways that we can help you build and grow money at night. I'm talking about just where in my budget could I find an extra five, 10, 15, 20, hundred dollars a month. And what does that look like in 52 weeks out of the year? Okay. And I want you to multiply that then by five. What does that look like in a five year period? All right. Then I want you to take that number of what does it look like in a week? What does it look like in a month? What does it look like in a year? What does it look like in five years? Okay. That's how much money you're throwing in the trash is making you nothing. Okay. That's just costing you money. I want you now instead to take that amount, right? Per week, per month, per year, per five years. I want you to Google investment calculator. Okay. And I want you to put in 9%. So that, that amount of money you put into an investment. All right. And you earn 9% on it. How much could you be earning off that money? How, what could that money be doing for you versus costing you? Now I want you to do it at 12% and at 15%. Because the reality is when you invest money, depending on the vehicle that you're using to invest with, okay? You're going to earn anywhere from 9 to 15% over a period of time. Now, these are small periods of time. If you want to know even more of what your money could grow and do, I want you to take those same figures and I want you to multiply it by 9% and 15%. But I want you to do it over 10 years, over 15 years, over 20 years, over 30 years. And then I want you to start to see what taking an active role in your finances and what a difference that can make in the long run towards your retirement. And when you see yourself at 75 years old, are you wishing you wouldn't have spent so much money at Starbucks? Are you wishing you wouldn't have spent so much money at Pizza Hut? Are you wishing you wouldn't have spent so much money at the nail salon? If you wouldn't have spent so much money what that money could have grown and done in giving you more security, more security. I don't mean to be, you know, a fun, fun basher. Cause I'm not used you, you do have to treat yourself. You don't need to, you know, be living on canned beans and, and not having any fun. I'm not saying never have fun, but what I'm saying is when you sit down and you seriously think about the money you could be growing, the money you could be saving, the money you could be investing, you know, the built-in retirement that you could be securing for yourself outside of what you might already be doing with your employer. And if you're an entrepreneur, honey, it's all on you, okay? If you're a business owner, that, that process is all on you but it can be done. It can be done. So I hope you find this helpful. And join me next time. We'll be going into part three of building your legacy. I want to thank you for going on this journey today. 
and commend you for taking the time to build towards your future wealth. Join me for more money tips and tricks at my Facebook group, Financially Focused Families. Follow me on Instagram, Heather's Financial Focus, or check up with me on LinkedIn, Heather Stokes-Bitten, Legacy Builder, Wealth Navigator. Your financial future has never been more important. Let's get started today.